Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I'm your host, Emmy Morgan, and with me, I have one of my best girlfriends. Say hello, James. Hello. Hi. I what actually nicknamed intro. <laughs> He's never been on the show, but we've been trying to get him on the show. Um, you'll probably hear a different side of me because when I'm with him, I'm, like, totally different than I am with, like, my other friends. We're like giggly squirrel girlfriends, and we say like the weirdest things, and we laugh about it, and everyone's like, well, we "You guys fun. are fucking weird." <laughs> and I call him I my mean, boo thing because I have my friend Brandon that I call Boo Boo. I don't know why I call him Boo Boo. I just like I've been friends with him for twenty years. I'm not sure why. And so I was like, I don't want to call James Boo Boo. And I'm like, Oh, he's a sexy guy. And I'm like, Wait. <laughs> so I call him Boo Fang. Oh, thank you, Emily. <laughs> so, so I will never be her Boo Fang. Forever, mm-hmm. literally. And at first I was like, I don't literally. want to tell people that. But then I was like, eh, I don't care. He's my Boo Fang. So, right? I'm proud of it. How we met is through me. a friend. Um, We had a mutual friend that when I first transition, I wanted my hair straight. And she's like, oh, I know somebody that can do it for you. He does black hair. He's gay. He's fabulous. I'm like, all right, well, if he fucking does black hair, you sold me right there. So he straightened it. <laughs> I do all kinds became, of hair. It was like, wait, was it yeah. August? It literally was August 1st, 2015 is when we met. And we've been friends ever since. Oh, my God. So. Seems like lifetimes over, and it's been an amazing ride. Emily is mm-hmm. my movie buff, and we go to movies, yeah. and we, <laughs> we we get a little ridiculous sometimes. And we don't even like drink oh though. God. That's the funny part. We just like I know. I think one of my favorite. Times we're at the movies. I know what you're all gonna I'm going to say, and I'm going to let you finish it, is how much size did that girl get? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, please set this up. <laughs> you guys all love this. Sorry. Wait, hold on. Which story was it? Because I was thinking, wait, is this the, um, oh, the, the Regal Cinema one? Or I no? think that. Uh, it was Wait, the same day when the guy was taking our tickets. 
<laughs> yes. And we kind of did one of those, like, oh, I'll let you punch my ticket anytime, mister. But <laughs> and then I believe you made some kind of cat call, was it? <laughs> No, so okay, but, so what happened okay. was the guy was cute. I think he was obviously gay. I was pretty sure he was gay, and I didn't want to like ruin my friend's vibe. So the guy was like, <laughs> "Can I have your tickets?" And I'm like, "Yeah, here they are." I go, "Oh, our tickets are together, but we're not together." <laughs> oh, right, he goes, dating okay. the dead obvious. And then of course <laughs> she's gonna look right at me, look right at him, look right at me, look right at him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that go. was so funny. Uh, was and we cap so right away. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> but oh my God. Remember when we were in the theater and there was this girl a few seats down? Uh-huh. And I think we were talking about how her face was red or she was like bloated <laughs> or something. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> And you were like, oh, it must be the salt or something on the popcorn. And I was like, well, damn, how much salt you got in there? Like, I don't put the whole shaker that, in. That sounds like us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe it. Poor girl. No, I only said uh, that because there was one time I was eating popcorn and I could feel my lips swelling up. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And it was, sure enough, the salt. I thought. I was like, oh, well, maybe she's bloated from the salt. And you're like, how much salt did she have? <laughs> like, no joke. And, of course, at that moment, like, the movie goes silent, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. you just hear two cackles come from you and I, like, bellowing through the theater. <laughs> We're so bad. I love uh, I know, but my mama though. always told me. My mama always told me, mm-hmm. be good what you do. You do what yeah. you're good at. And I was like, okay, well, I'm yeah. good at being bad, so I'm going to do that. <laughs> but my favorite moment of us hanging out was okay. how you just didn't know anything about Downton Abbey. And at this point, I had seen it about what? twice. Oh, Downton Abbey. And I'm yes, like, yes. this time, no, I've never like, seen oh, the series. I nothing about it. Yeah, I'm, you're like, okay, I'll just go, you know, and we did the whole Lux level, and we were all foo, she, she, boo, 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 kitty. And you're watching, you were so enthralled. You were mesmerized from beginning to end, and then you're like, that was good. And I'm like, yeah. It was good. <laughs> it was, that was, that was actually... So here's mm-hmm. another little, like, sidebar, guys. So the day we saw Downton Abbey was mm-hmm. <laughs> the same day that our mutual friend that introduced us, like, mm-hmm. she was getting married that day. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how far we're getting into this, but we'll just say that, like, you know, that that mutual friend isn't really... Um, in our you lives, in our lives anymore. Yeah. <laughs> anymore. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, because of the tiff and everything, like, I didn't think about this till after I was leaving the theater. But, of course, like, mm-hmm. Em and I are posting, you know, photos and doing stuff. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Because 
and because Emily and this girl and I are not like all chummy chum chum anymore, um, but um, it was really ironically funny that I was posting these pictures like two hours before <laughs> I had to be at the wedding. So I show up to the right. movie theater dressed to the nines in like mm-hmm. <laughs> complete three, a three piece suit. suit. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. With my arm and, it and wasn't Ms. Emily right on my side. And it's not that he missed the wedding. He just showed, like, we met up before the wedding. Like, before, way before the wedding. The wedding. And, and yeah. you know what? We all know how wedding food is. And he still had time right? to go. So, right. Yeah, right. No, we, we had plenty of time to go. And we all know how wedding food is. So, of course, mm-hmm. me and Em decided mm-hmm. we're going to have dinner in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> And, and it was so we good. got served in the theater, and mm-hmm. we had Downton Abbey playing, which, guys, was yes. so good. So if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, definitely, like, is a must-watch. And you know what? Yes. With all this quarantine business going down, mm-hmm. like, I know you got time to see it. So right. definitely check that out, too. But And oh am I God, wrong in what? saying that when you saw the movie afterwards, you wanted to see the series, or am I, like, dreaming? Yes, you are okay. correct. I do want to actually watch the series, yeah. which, oh, my God, thank you for bringing that back up because that so thought six, had left my so mind in, for a little while. <laughs> in Britain, it's different. So with Britain, they call each season a series. And each series has it's six series with nine episodes each. And then they have oh. this like weird thing where they have a Christmas special every season. I don't know. Every British prime time oh, show does okay. it. I don't get it. Oh. So so yeah, I went through it pretty quick. <laughs> Binging me. Uh, and I went yeah. through it pretty quick and then I saw it. So Oh good. And that blonde guy Then you saw it again. Oh, what the hell? And then you saw yeah, it. Yeah, I saw again. it three times. Yeah, guys, like, it was definitely worth the watch, so. What is that blonde guy's name? Remember the blonde guy in it? Um, uh, Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it in forever. He is, without a doubt, one of my dream guys. He's so fucking beautiful. He's Irish with an accent, blonde, like I like, and, like, 5'10 to 5'11. And he's a little stocky. Like, sign me up for that. Like, mm-hmm. Andy it's like at the tip of my tongue. If I could just spit it out and read it. Yeah. Like, I forgot his name. That it's been would so be long. Great. I know. His real name is Alan, but his name on the movie and the show <laughs> couldn't tell you. Anyway. Um, oh, so, yeah, Tom Branson. Yes, that's Tom, Tom Branson. Yes, yes. yes. Tom yes, Branson, yes, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's dreaming. Definitely don't mm-hmm. get more mm-hmm. on the screen, that's for sure. And and it's funny in the series, I'm like, oh, he's so hot. But in the movie, I'm like, I want to see more. I want mm-hmm. to see so much of him. But he has oh my god. So. No, go ahead. Um, let's get into the topics. I have a few here. Um. So I wanted to start off with a funny thing. Do you know in life when you're like, who could play me if I was ever like my life was made into a movie? 
And of course, I'm not the guy. You pick the most talented and beautiful person, right? Well, <laughs> Dr. Fossey, the guy who is trying to help us end the coronavirus, yeah, he had Brad yeah. Pitt play him on Saturday Night Live, all right? Like, everybody uh, else is so jealous right now <laughs> because, of oh, course, all uh, the guys are like, oh, I want Brad Pitt to play me. Well, Brad Pitt actually played Dr. Fossey, and it is hilarious. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, I cannot so wait great. to watch it. I saw a clip, and I'm like, every guy in America is so fucking jealous right now. <laughs> <laughs> that cracked me up. Oh my god! That is so I just great. So oh, I in a movie, in the movie of the James story, who would you want to play you? Uh, you know, I was thinking about that as we were talking about it, and you know, one of the people I thought that would be really good to play me, I think. Mm-hmm. First person that comes to mind would be Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I could see that. I think Except he would he's do not a- as tall as you, though. He's like 5'9"? Yeah, he's only, well, I'm, I'm like but at 6'1". So that's not, yeah. that's not too bad. But I think uh, he is... Mm. If you like some Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you will love some James. Okay, so I decided who could play you, not who you want to play with. I think you got the question. <laughs> Wait, oh, I'm sorry. What are we talking about again? <laughs> I'm going to die. This is, ha- this is what happens when we hang out. I, like, almost choked to death. So... Oh, my God. So who would play me in a movie, not who I would play with? Got it. Right. No. Okay. (laughs) I think you misunderstood the question, guys. You know, you know, we we would have to hang out a bit. You would have to pick up my mannerisms. We'd have to spend a lot of time Mm. together, Joseph and I. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. So I see where you're going with that, girl. mm -hmm. I don't even know. But I'll tell you right now that. There ain't no behind-the-scenes clips, okay? <laughs> There's no directors cut it out. That's all for me, people. That is all for me. Anyway. I'm kind uh, of thinking no, I... Gail ha- um, Harold. Brian. I mean, he he needs to be wicked young, first of all. But he's kind of got your body t- Brian from Queer what? Folk. Uh, um, okay. Oh, he's so cute. But he's got your, like, body. He's tall. But he's just, like... Oh! uh, You know what? I loved Queer as Fog. Brian Kinney. I know. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that. He does have, like, he, you know, in the, um... He could play, he could play... In the show, Queer as Fog, like, he does... He does have like my hairstyle kind of mm-hmm. like going. Like mm-hmm. he does, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. But well, he's too old, to though. Have... That's the only thing. He is a little too old, but not that know. he's old, can... but he's too old to play. No, games, is what I mean, guys. Thank you. Yeah. He's beautiful, though. 
I just have a very young appeal about me, I suppose. Yeah. I cool in your age take care of my group. skin and you know Yeah you do. Looking looking hmm. good, people looking good, feeling good. Cool Moving on. Age group. <laughs> That's the only person that comes uh, to mind. But we can have an audition anyway. Uh, yeah, we'd have an audition. Honestly, oh, like yeah. 100, I mean, not, being like, not being like, oh. I think Alexandra Gray, she's a, um, a trans actress. She's on the last season of Power. She and I could totally be sisters. Every, when I posted a picture of her on my Facebook, my private Facebook page, um, yeah. Someone's like, "Is that you?" I'm like, "No, it's not me." Are you fucking kidding me? No. But we we look alike. I guess she's gorgeous, and the bitch can act. Oh, and sing. Oh, so, oh, so she's like, <laughs> I mean, if something happens to her, Beyonce should wait in the wings just in case. Oh, right. But, we can keep her on. No, we can put the phone on She could be her understudy. Yes. Her standby. Yes. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, So let's get into a little bit more serious topic. Um, Being petty. What do you have in mind? Now, so I think being petty is what separates a diva from a bitch. So my definition definition of a bitch is somebody that's like does things to bother somebody else. You know, someone asks you to okay. not do something, you're gonna do it just because I don't fucking care. But a diva will pick her battle and she'd be like, You don't want me to do that? Fine, I'm not gonna bother me. A diva will come for your damn jugular when you get out of pocket. When you finally make her break, and I know because I am a diva, um, just to let everybody know, I'm not just calling myself a diva. My mother knew I was a diva from the day I was born. She named me David when I was born, and if you reverse it backwards, it's diva D. So just telling Mm. you, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, Right? And girl, birds of a feather flock together. You are totally a diva. But a bitch is somebody that, like, um, goes out of their way to make somebody feel miserable. And I just want people to know, bitches don't win. Luann. <laughs> right. Bitches don't win. Okay. Because a man could be a bitch, too. And let me give you some examples of men that were bitches that didn't win. Jeffrey Epstein, a bitch. Why is he a bitch? Because he likes a little girl. He did. Um, uh, Harvey uh, Weinstein, a bitch. Why he a bitch? Because he loved to wield his power to rape women and sexually assault them and promise them things and never deliver. Well, not only is he in jail, but he got the coronavirus now. Oh, he got the and Rona. Coronavirus. He got the Rona. He got the Rona. Should and he's real. still facing another trial in L.A. So he's in the hospital, chained to a bed, waiting to be Well, isn't that some corona karma right there? That is some corona karma. Bish. Okay. Mm -hmm. What goes around comes around. You better deal with it. 
it comes so far around. And then we got mm-hmm. and it comes back um, threefold, people, threefold. So you know, put out the listen. good vibes. So you can have threefold good vibes come back to you. Don't be don't be like Corona Karma over there, okay? <laughs> listen, I like Tiger King. I liked it. I really did. But okay, so here's the thing, guys. I know you're all about to drop your jaw right now, right? Uh-oh. But I have not watched it. I know what he's going to say. I, I have not watched it. Okay? <laughs> no. It okay. happened. Or better yet, it didn't happen. Didn't and here's, happen. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I did, like, but finally I was like, I broke. I'm like, all right, let me see how ridiculous this really is. And so mm-hmm. I started to watch it. I probably got a minute in, and I don't think my my brain capacity could come down that far to comprehend, mm-hmm. like, what the fuck, I, pardon mm-hmm. me, what the heck I was viewing. No, you can swear. And fine. so, oh, okay, well, my apologies, regardless. But okay. I was like, mm, can't do it. And then mm-hmm. I was, somebody was like, no, get past the first, like, five minutes. Like, just, just do it. Tried to watch mm-hmm. it again. I think I got to three minutes to shut that shit off. So I think the thing is, is I tried to watch it by myself, okay? Yeah. And I had yeah. nobody there with me to be like a soundboard to bounce off of and back and forth with to be like, are you are you seeing what I'm seeing? Is this really happening? <laughs> and so I think what I'm going to do, guys, like I will hop on the bandwagon, but I can't suffer through mm-hmm. that alone. So I'm going to watch yeah. it with somebody. So that way, like, you know, be able to get through it and right. see this. Re- but, you know, I'll still say Carol did it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm on it. Yeah. Judgment so, call, Carol. Just so that everybody know. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Everybody has gone through what James has gone through, right? It took me tw- two times to watch it. The first episode, I I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. And I stopped watching it. And then I had to go like, back to it. it. You know what? As soon as the camera got on him, that haircut mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I don't know if Emma's mentioned it in the past, but uh, she mentioned it earlier. And, yes, I do hair. And I just saw that ridiculous. Yes, mm-hmm. Like, and you know, just the hairdresser in me couldn't there to see mm-hmm. such a horrible sight. But please mm-hmm. do I just have to throw that in there. Like that n- that number one. Okay. So I'm already distracted mm-hmm. with that and it's bugging me. Like in And the, the fact that he's an openly gay tiger animal person me- polygamist because he's married he's got two husbands in the show um uh. at the same time. Um and oh, how uh, much you hate like, her but about how? Him. How? I, and you should see that. So one of them, John, they're both gorgeous. One of them, John Finley, he was shorter, like cute, thick body, but he did meth and his teeth fell out. Well, he's saying that it wasn't meth. He's saying it was a genetic condition and his teeth fell out. I apologize. Um, but he got new teeth since the show aired. And then he has another husband, Travis, who is this tall, thick, California, dark-haired guy. Travis is gorgeous. Like, Travis is the type of guy you walk on the street and you just turn your head and watch him walk by because he is so fucking hot. 
How oh, wait, are we? Them? I don't know. Uh, what? Yeah, I was. Yeah, you say, have to get you know, past it. You'll, you'll, I don't you'll know see. how that would happen, but it just goes to prove. I don't that either. You know, someone covered every pot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. It is true. true. Isn't it? Like, and both of those guys, just to give you a little heads up, James, both of those guys are straight. Straight. Like, Never been with a guy before him. Did it, Never. These people, like, you, these are, like, real people. Like, do you think these people, yeah. like, were, like, we have to create these characters and live live this out? Like, Well, or the is thing is, they like, were, they were there before the show began. Like, so they were there living this life with him and everything, and then the camera... Right, well, that's, that's, that's the story we know. Right. You know. Right. But but is that story 100% true? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. just from the first two John minutes... John says it is. I know. Show, it gets worse. Like, Don't worry. Yeah, but I, my, so my point is, Joe kept animals in cages and it's been reported he shot and killed five tigers, two horses for no reason other than he didn't like them and now he's in a cage himself. So again Wait, this karma. Is, this is real. This is the, it's not dude on the with show. the weird haircut. It's not on the show. Yeah. But this is his the name dude is with Joe Exotic. Haircut? Yeah, he changed his okay. name to Joe Exotic legally. Because nobody could Exotic. pronounce his last name. That sounds Exotic like animals. a bad 80s stripper's name. I, well, it's, it's the mullet that, I mean, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping I mean, it real. The mullet don't fit on nobody nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not so, true. Hey, if you like so. a little party in the bag of business up front, I'm all down for it. Do it up. <laughs> there is somebody that did it right, but I will get to that person in a minute. But I'm just. And now Kim no, Jong Un, he he went in for surgery. Not I don't remember what type of surgery he had, and now he's in a vegetative state. So I'm just telling people, if you are a bitch, if you are bitchy to people, if you go out of your way to make someone miserable or to annoy somebody, chances are karma's gonna say, oh, okay. Okay, you keep oh, doing no, what you you're doing, don't. but I'm going to come back around, and I'm going to get at you. Just so that you mm-hmm. know. You may I don't wish anybody ill will. Right. I don't wish anybody ill will, but I'm just saying, karma will get you. Just saying. Karma will get karma you. Is more, karma is more, um, what's the word? Oh, God, I'm trying to think of the word. Not evil. Um no, karma but remembers definitely, more. Yes, karma plays fair. Mhm. So if you're mm-hmm. making someone Just like else we were saying earlier, you're going you know, to be miserable. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. stay positive, put out those positive vibes, mm-hmm. the positive things come back. But if you go and just be a little bitch, mm-hmm. then guess what? Karma's going to be a big motherfucking bitch. <laughs> right. <laughs> karma will so. show you who the real bitch is. <laughs> And I know y'all think, oh, um, New York from Flavor of Love, she was all into being the HBIC, the head bitch in charge. That was in the early 2000s. <laughs> no one's doing that anymore now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think people were doing it then. 
No. <laughs> and look where she is now. I love I love me some Tiffany Pollard, but if you're good, like look at for example, look at Tyler Cameron from The Bachelorette. He is a good guy. How can I tell he's a good guy? Because look at his fame now. He blew up. He was a a general contractor who knew how to who had a dance degree, and now he's everybody's favorite person in the world. How did that happen? Because he's a good person. Like, he's a good uh, two million person. followers. Are, and, oh, he is a good person. Oh, um. So, like I said. Be good. You can be a diva, but don't be a bitch. Bitches don't get paid mm-hmm. in life. Truth and for real, um, truth and believe, people. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Also, just a little side note, little nugget. If you're going to work on your fitness and you're going to work on your outside, work on your inside first before you pick up that first weight. Work on who you are as a person before you lift the weight. Because if you do not, you're working out for the wrong reason. Right. You got to work it all out. It's all connected. The reason why I say this is I'm going to drop You can have a beautiful body but an ugly heart. Mm -hmm. It it happens. I say this because... Um... (laughs) I don't care. My upstairs neighbor is annoying. And I figured out I figured out what the big banging noise is that he's doing. He's working out. But he's not a good person. This is just some of the things that he does. So he'll work out and he'll slam the the, the weights on the ground and everything. And I'll take a broom because I'm I, I'm pissed off at this point. And I'll just tap it up. Tap like it it's up just constant. Con- like Right now, he he isn't, but he will. And it's like today he started at 7.30, but I was already up, thank God. But, and sometimes it goes until like 12. It's either the music or whatever. So um, then when I see him in the hallway, he'll like hold open the door for me. And he'll do, like try to be nice. And I literally said to him, the last time I saw him in the hallway, he held open the door. I go, oh, that's not necessary. And I was a bitch about it. I go, that's really not necessary. And mm-hmm. her diva came yeah, out. Cause that, you, you can't be nice to me, to my face, and then knowing that I'm if, below if you. If you want to be nice, mm-hmm. nice, like, he should have been nice by not dropping the fucking weights on the floor. Like, he knows that's yeah, but he doesn't care. the problem. Like, he knows that's the problem, but he doesn't he care. You think, you think no. holding the door open for me while you'd be dropping weights above my head, that's going to make up for it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, if he, like I said, if he was a good if that's person, your was, effort, like, thought, if that is your effort, Keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. If that's your effort, don't even bother. So, like, both, like in, it's a three four, it's a three family unit. In the middle, like right when you walk in, um, you turn to the left, or sorry, you turn to the right, and there's like a living room area. He can work out there. But he chooses not to. We have a back porch. All three units have a back porch. He can work out there. 
And the reason why I say that is because I've complained to the property manager, hey, this guy is, like, constantly, like, making noises upstairs. Can you talk to him? I'm working from home. Like, I can't take it. Nothing. It doesn't change. So my point Nothing is, happened. when you work from the inside, he would recognize that. And he would be able to move to a different location, maybe come down and say, hey, I, I really apologize for all the noise I've been making. I've been working out. I'm sorry. You know, I, or I'm going to get rugs. Like, I'm going to do, like, I, I apologize. But he's not like that. And that's the only real example I have of somebody that I kind of feel bad for him because <laughs> once I leave, <laughs> I have a feeling karma's going to bite him in the ass. And he's not the type of person, from what I gather, he's not the type of person to say, oh, because I was like this with her, this is why this is happening. But I just, mm. whatever. That's not yeah. my problem, though. No. NMP. NMP. So, yeah. Not my um, problem. But, um, yeah, so that's an example that I just wanted to use. Um, have you ever had an example where and you don't have to get specific if you don't want to, um, where you were in a situation where you're just like, Oh my god, this person they better watch out because karma's gonna get them and then you moved on from that person and suddenly you hear, Oh, karma fucked them up, bad. Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> oh my god, actually I mean I know it has, I'm just asking. Yes. <laughs> People, yes. Mm-hmm. The one story that comes right to mind about karma, um, and this was like some serious karma. I'll even tell you everything I did too. So let me oh. set this up for you. Okay, so I was like mm, 24, engaged to be married to this guy. Um, his name was Michael. He had type 2 diabetes, but he's deceased now. You know, rest in peace, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But so when we met, I had this little cat, and he was all orange, and he had orange eyes, and he was just the dopest cat ever. Like, I mm-hmm. trained him like a dog, so, like, he was mm-hmm. so great. He was, like, my buddy. He went everywhere with me. I'd throw him in my over-the-shoulder, like, mail carrier bag, and he would just pop mm-hmm. one paw out, put his chin on it, you know, look around the grocery store, chilling. Um, so, anyway, had this cat for, like, probably, like, four years at this point, okay? And so Michael and I end up moving in <clears throat> together, and... You know, my cat was kind of, like, offstandish by him. And I'm like, but it's okay. And we all know animals have, you know, a really good sense of, you know, mm-hmm. people. And, you know, so I always trusted my cat. So, well, there was one time that we had went out. It was a friend's birthday. And so, you know, there were shots. There were blunts. We were just having a party. And... Uh, you know, we got dropped off back at home, and mm-hmm. I just kind of, like, went into the house, like, I am so done, like, just kick off these shoes, let me get in bed, and so I did that. Now, when I did that, like, I'm lying there, and I am, it sounds like somebody is just going down the hallway, bouncing off each side of the wall as they go down, okay? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on out there? 
finally, mm-hmm. like, Michael comes into the room, and he turns on the light, and he's got nothing but scratches covered from his fingertips <gasps> all the way up his arms, nothing but scratches covering his face, and all down oh his God. arm, and, like, I'm like, what the fuck happened? And he's like, I just wanted to pat the kitty, but he was under the chair. I go, he know when he's under the chair to leave him alone. I'm like, what did you fucking do? Yo, like, I had to get up. I went out. My cat was nowhere to be found, by the way. Mm. Um, and I don't know if he, like, broke its neck and, like, killed it oh. and, like, took it away or if he just was like, get out of the house and threw it. Like, I don't know, but my heart broke. And you know what? Okay, like, we stayed together a little longer, whatever. We end up breaking up, and I actually uh-huh. went to Salem. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, because I'd love to get my cards read like once a year, just, you know, do that whole Salem witch thing in Mass, Salem Mass. So. I uh, um, go to the psychic, and, Mm -hmm. you know, she's like, um, like, right when I walked in, this woman looks at me, and she just instantly goes, um, what exactly happened to your cat? And I was like, oh, oh, what? Like, okay, like, you can definitely read oh, my card. Oh, my God. So uh, I go over, and, you know, I get my card reading, whatever, and she's like, I'm very sorry about your cat, like, and I just kind of told her what I just told you guys, and she was like, mm-mm. She's like, you know what you need to do? You need to okay. write his name on a piece of paper, and put it in, like, a little jar, like a baby food jar or something. And, you know, that cayenne pepper you put on pizza, like the little hot peppers? Mm-hmm. Well, you fill the mm-hmm. jar with that, okay? And you're going to like this because this reverts to what we were talking to earlier. She goes, then you want to bring it down to, like, by the water. So, of course, I went down by this river. And she goes, you want to dig a hole with a silver spoon and... Oh, I skipped a step. Before you do that, you have to carry this with you for three days through the sun and the moon for three days. So it, like, grabs your energy. Okay, so then you Mm -hmm. go down to the water, dig a hole with the silver spoon, and you bury it. And you put a little rock on it, and you leave it. You walk away. And that Mm -hmm. was actually a karma spell, she said. And, oh, wow. my God. Now, you have to remember, you have to remember, this is, like, probably two years later, like, a few years later after my whole cat thing, and we've already been broken up. But, you know, you try to stay friends. Like, he was sick, and he was going blind to his diabetes, and, you know, I did love him at one point, so it's not like, you know, whatever. But, so, he moved to another house because, you know, I kicked him out and kept the apartment. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, he ended up getting this little chihuahua dog. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he wanted to be like Paris Hilton so bad and walk around with a little Louis Vuitton dog carrying case and with a little fucking yip-yip dog. And <laughs> I guess a week after he had that dog, we had made plans to just, like, hang out. He wanted me to see his place or whatever. 
And I go over there, and I'm like, oh, well, where's the dog? You said you got a dog. And he goes, oh, my God. He's like, I didn't tell you. And I was like, no. He goes, well, I took the case out of the backseat of the car, and I put it on the ground to grab my other bag. I was like, yeah, okay. He goes, well, the dog ran. The, the <gasps> cage wasn't, the cage door wasn't locked. So the mm. dog, you know, ran out. He's like, I couldn't find the dog. So mm. he goes, you know, I got my friends who also have a dog because their dogs were starting to know each other or whatever and become doggy friends. And it took two days, but they found his dog, this little Chihuahua dog, right, dead mm-hmm. in the backyard of <gasps> someone's house. And oh, my God. And when he took it to the vet, when he took it to the vet, they were like, <laughs> your little Chihuahua dog was so frightened. Like, this little puppy was so frightened, it died of shock. Oh, no. So... He had just spent, mm. like, $2,000 to get this dog. Mm-hmm. And yeah. let me tell you, the first thing I ever thought of was my cat, Duder, because that was my cat's name, Duder, or Duder, mm-hmm. Duder. And, uh, Duder. yeah, so, um, mm. yeah, that's karma at its finest. Wow. In my story of yes. <laughs> I think that show? would have happened with or without your spouse, to be honest with you. I think it would have happened. I think, well, I think mm-hmm. it would have happened, too. I think the spell just kind of sped it up. Right. Aww. Poor doggy. But anyway, regardless, but like, that was, a, that was the whole story and it all happened. Like, but. Yeah. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. But to my point, he probably didn't think, oh, this is my karma because of what I did Absolutely to James' cat. Absolutely not. He didn't think right. that. Right. No, he I'm would saying. not have. I will share that. I, you know what? So, I didn't even bring it up to him and say, like, oh, yeah. probably because, you know, you killed my cat. I wasn't right. that person. Right. I didn't right. say or do that. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. But mm. I'm not going to lie. Inside, I was smiling at that. That had happened, mm-hmm. and that's terrible because you know what? It wasn't the little dog's fault. It was. Like, I feel bad for the dog, of course. Um, right. But I don't know. It just felt like an even score, I guess. And, it, and, and it when I say, and I think James <laughs> can agree, when we say that we want somebody to have karma happen to them, I think what we mean, and this is, I know it's what I mean, and, and he and I think alike, so. We mean mm. that we want people to gain an enlightenment into how they are with other people. So do we want something bad to happen to somebody? Of course not. But Definitely I will not. tell you this. One of my friends, I had known him, and I don't think he, I ever mentioned him to you. His name is Shane. He's been my friend since I was 15, and he was about 12. And... I'm talking, he used to date a couple of my friends. Like, we grew up together in the same apartment complex. Like, Shane was, like, a heterosexual, cisgender boy that I had been friends with, and we were just good friends. And we would talk, and I picked him up to to go to work a couple times. Like, we were friends. Well, a couple years ago, 
he was doing this recurring thing where he would talk to me and say stuff like that you really shouldn't say. Like, James and I don't see eye to eye on every single issue whatsoever under the sun. But what we don't do is we don't say something that you can't unsay. We've never said something to each other that we've been like, fuck, I wish I could take that back. We've never, never. crossed that line. Have we been bitches to each other? Of course we have. Like, Absolutely. Everybody has for, their day, but you know what? Right. We, we keep it 100. Because right. That's the We've never, he's never called me a tranny. He's never disrespected me for being black. He's never crossed the line, and I've never done that to him either. Shane was never. doing some of those things. And I was oh. like, I'm so fucking done with him. And my sister, Jamie, um, again, she's not my sister. I've known her since I was 10, and she was 8, I believe. Um, she grew up with him, too, and she's like, yeah, you guys just shouldn't be friends. But we kept giving it a go, giving it a go. Well, recently, I got a new Instagram, and it's been a couple years. The last time I saw Shane physically was... Um, February, um, I was at my brother-in-law's house, and he had come over because he's best friends with my brother-in-law, oddly enough. Right. And he was there. He's like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, good. He's like, okay. He's like, why are you talking like that? And you like, do what do you mean I think I remember you telling me that about this. Yeah, okay, this I did good. tell you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. This is like, going to keep going. I go, he goes, why are you acting like this? I'm like, why am I acting like this? Oh, I don't know. He's like, all right, you know what, you can just, stop being weird, you can call me, you know, I go, I can't call you, I go, the second we stopped talking, I deleted your number from my phone, and he's like, wait, what, he goes, wait, what, I go, yeah, what, do you think I'm going to keep it for posterity, like, come on, he's like, well, he's like, well, I don't understand, I'm like, Shane, you're not trying He's like, well, even your niece said, you know, your, your old name. I'm like, she's seven. She's allowed to make a mistake. You're older. You didn't even try. She tries. You don't try. So we got into this, like, friendly back and forth. I know that sounds weird to say, but, um, and I just left it at that. So then fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, I got a new um, Instagram. Actually, it was. Was it April? Actually, it was March. March, the last Sunday in March. I got a new Instagram. And so he shows up and he starts liking my stuff and everything. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. So he starts joking on my page saying stuff like, I posted a video of these trans women and they were doing this thing where you take the brush and it's called the Don't Rush Challenge, where you take the brush and you swirl it to the camera and then, you know, right you have a whole outfit your... change. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So he, what he said yeah. something. He's like, oh. It's like oh, a brush just to swirl. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was the brush up challenge. So he says, yeah. on, the, on the comments, he says, I thought the first one was a woman. I go, honey, they're all women. Mm-hmm. And he messaged me right away. Oh, I just want you to know I was just kidding. You know, I didn't mean anything by it. He never would have done that before. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I go, okay, you know, I understand. But just, you know, trans women are women. I just want you to know. He's like, yeah, I know. And he's done a lot of other, like today, he um, 
I put up a um, a post where this couple is like on the floor kissing, and they're like, mm-hmm. and in the background, it just so happens that they're watching Home Alone, and Macaulay Culkin is like, ah, his face is all like scared. So the caption read, "When you catch your parents kissing," and oh my God. Shane wrote, "Shane wrote, I didn't know your parents were white." And I'm like, oh, go sit down somewhere. Ah. He immediately sent me a message. Hey, you like my silly comments? I'm like, yeah, of course I know you're joking. And he goes, well, can can we talk on the phone? Because I haven't talked to you in a while. I'm like, yeah, sure. So before this podcast, we actually had an amazing conversation. This is not the same Shane I grew up with, let me tell you. I don't mm-hmm. – I suspect what happened. Um, my brother-in-law has said he stopped drinking. And, I mean, he smokes pot, but whatever. But she said, to yeah, stop whatever. drinking. And I was telling my sister that. I'm like, yeah, Shane is so different. I just got off the phone with him. Like, he was saying how, you know, and even through the conversation, he was like, you know what? He, like, paused, and he kept pausing. And I'm like, why are you pausing? He's like, oh, I want to say your old name, and I'm catching myself because that's not your name anymore. And I'm like, holy shit. Sorry, I'm still he, stuck on. I wanted totally to say different. your name, and I'm touching myself. <laughs> he wanted to say my old name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> well, it was he, he's really – so my point is there are people – he realized, well, this person isn't talking to me because how I treat them. And so now when we talk, he's like, I'm going to treat her different. He tries to do better. And I'm just like – Yes, and I was like, I was floored by that whole conversation. And you know what? Sometimes even just seeing the effort in the beginning, Mm -hmm. even if it's not exactly what you want to hear or it didn't come out right, but the effort after if they Mm -hmm. say something and they're like, oh, I meant Mm -hmm. it like this, then it's like, you know what? Just that effort alone makes you feel... So good that there are yeah. people out there willing to just better themselves. And, and let uh, me just we should describe all him to you. He, <laughs> let me just say, Joe Exotic, when he gets out of prison, will, would love to marry Shane. He's a redneck. <laughs> He's got a beard. He probably likes tigers. He doesn't like mess, though. He's not into drugs. But completely heterosexual, completely straight. He's got a cute thing about him. I've always thought Shane was cute. But, like, he is the most um, red person you'll ever meet. For him to have effort to keep me in his life is huge, let me tell you. Huge. And he is, like, I'm just, like, so happy that we're friends again. I didn't want to express that to him, but he's probably listening now. Damn it. Um, but yeah, he, uh, it, it was just so cool how he, like you said, making that effort and like, wow. Just sometimes wow. knowing that the effort alone mm-hmm. is there yeah. is, yeah. can be such a mind-blowing good feeling. Like just, you know, it, it, the proof is in the pudding. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let's get to like. Do you have soon. a time when? <laughs> did you have a time where somebody that is completely different from you made effort? Mm. Like completely different. Um. 
you know, I, I'm I'm sure there is a time, and like one particular oh, okay. person comes to mind, this kid Gerald, but mm-hmm. it's it's like in the realm of it, but it didn't end on a good note, and it was uh, just kind of more because like. He was like a brother to me, but he had other feelings, yeah. and, uh, you know, we had talked yeah, about it no, once. There's no other feeling between me and <laughs> Yeah, there's but, no like, you know, so that's so that gets into, like, being weird, but um, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I'm sure it's happened, or I was just oh, okay. that diva that was like, you know what, I ain't got time for this, I got to go, and I don't really care, like, no sweat <laughs> off my brow, you know what I mean? <laughs> people to like lift us up so Absolutely. you know when I'm having a bad day I text this bitch and I'm like oh okay I'm, I'm in a better mood and sometimes it takes like a it's like two minute phone call or a one minute text or you know we'll or go back and forth for a minute or two call. or a three hour <laughs> phone call <laughs> whatever but you um, know yeah but it's so, it and you it, know that it, just in that one, like you said, even just in that one message, like, and just turn your whole day mm-hmm. around so instantaneously. Yep. And it's like you hold the power to do that. So it's like, right. why not do it? Like, mm-hmm. it's, I know it's sometimes hard to push through to get there because, like, you know, our first instinct is like, oh, I'm crappy. I don't want to be bothered by anybody. But that's mm-hmm. just a natural instinct. You get to fight that. I'd be like, no, you mm-hmm. know what? Like, I know when I talk to this person, like, I just instantly feel better like just you know knowing some quick-witted thing is going to come out of their mouth and it's just going to make everything else seem so petty and meaningless that you know take that moment and text that person and you know even just tell them that like i'm having a crappy day but you always make me feel better that alone is going to make them feel good and of course you know they're going to be back with some witty comment and then it's a better day from there perfect example i um I've been trying to schedule a, like, I don't want to go to my class reunion because I just feel like, I don't know, I don't oh love everybody God. in my class. I want to yeah, like, hang out with stupid. some people from my class, some. So I've been, um, for the past couple months, I've been Facebook messaging people like, hey, what's your schedule like? Let's hang out. Like, just like, I want to get a small group together. So during this corona I decided to message some people that, you know, I've reached out to before, checking in on them. Two of my, two of my um, classmates have cancer, so I, I got to check on everybody, you know. And it takes two, two seconds to send these emails, right? So I checked on this one girl. I said, um, hey, Mikey. Her, her name is Michelle, but when we were growing up, she goes by Mikey. That's how she introduced me. 
herself to me. I think it was like a family nickname, and she just, that's how I see her. She's Mikey forever, and I told her that. And I'm like, hey, just checking in on you. And she's like, oh, my God, you checked in on me? I'm like, yeah, hello. She told me I made her day. She's like, you made my day. Oh, my gosh. And we talked for, like, I want to say, like, 20, 30 minutes, just back and forth. Like, it, that's all it takes, people. Like, like she said, it. you don't know what they're going through. And because I reached out to her and she said that to me, God, that made my day. It really did. So right? just be cognizant that whatever you're going through, someone else is going through something, too. You don't have to compare them. You don't have to say, oh, there's just worse than mine. Right. Uh, mine because worse everybody's than baggage, everybody's exactly. baggage, everybody's problem, right. it always the same on mm-hmm. each person. It always shoulders, the same. No it's just what? different. It's so just, just reach out. Right. Okay. The situation at hand is different, but the feeling is the same. Right. So, you know... If you're thinking about that person, you know what? Just do it. Be like, hey, mm-hmm. you know what? Random thought, but just thought about you. How are you? Or, exactly. you know, whatever. <clears throat> and you might um, be making somebody else's day better just by doing that, mm-hmm. which is pretty great. Yeah. When she said that, I was like, oh, okay, I can go to bed now. Like, I'm good. For that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm going to sleep better, you know? And it's just a nice mm-hmm. ripple effect. That was the it night, is. remember I sent that, or I, I put that status up, I just slept from um, 11 p.m. to 9 a.m. That was the day, because I, like, that I was felt so good. Yeah. Right, and so good. You fall, you fall into a good sleep, your body's healing, you're resting, mm-hmm. you wake up feeling so good. Like, yep. it can carry, take you through for quite a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, just that one little thing. One little thing. And look how long that good feeling lasted. <laughs> um, has that has anybody ever done that for you? Like, ching, uh, well, from me, dear. Um, has anybody ever like made your day instantly by just like a little gesture or? You know what? Yeah, you have done that. Like, I love when, you know, in the middle of my work day, like, there's, like, a message from Emily, which is, you know, I love seeing. So even just seeing that Emily messaged me right there Mm. alone, I instantly, Mm -hmm. like, get this glee feeling. Like, (laughs) bitch. (laughs) Like, what you got to tell me? And I know. so, like, it's usually you got are definitely one of those people. <laughs> but you know what? There was another time, too. So I have a friend. Uh, her name's Rachel. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've known her since I was, like, 21. And mm-hmm. she, you know, went off to school to become a nurse, and she's now, like, living in Alabama. So, you know, we haven't really talked much and everything. But we probably went, I would say, mm, I don't want to say a year, but maybe, like, a good, solid, like, seven months or something, like, no contact, no nothing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I had just gotten on lunch at work, and she called me. Mm. Just wow. randomly out of the blue, like, called at me. Lunch and too. Like, wow. you know, at my lunch break, like, literally wow. right as I got up from my desk, like, oh, I'm taking lunch. And wow. calls me, 
was just like, hey, lovey, like, I was thinking about you lately, and, you know, you popped into my head again today, awesome. so I've been thinking about you, and I figured I'd call and see how you're doing, and I thought wow. that was really sweet, and so I was like, you know, it's so great to hear from you. We started talking. She had some issues. Uh, we talked about them. She mentioned how she's like, you know, I'm so glad I talked to you. I would have never thought of seeing it from that point of view and everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was really good and it was nice. And even though she was mm-hmm. just calling because I've been running through her head a lot lately, um, it was nice that she took the moment to finally be like, you know what, if I'm just going to keep thinking about him, I'm just going to call mm-hmm. him. And she did. Yeah. And so that and was the nice. timing. Was I can't get over that. Is. The timing is perfect. Like, when oh did my you get God. lunch? Like, I don't even know your lunch schedule, to be honest with you. And I talk to you all the you time. Know, and like, I, wow. Amazing. It was amazing. Cool. Like, literally pushed my hands off my desk. Like, I'm taking lunch, which is usually about mm-hmm. 1 o'clock. The latest I'll take lunch is about 1.30. Okay. So either 1 to 1.30 or 1.30 to 2. But within that frame yep. somewhere. Um, and I literally pushed my hands off to roll my chair back, and boom, mm-hmm. my phone rang. And I was boom. like, Rachel, Alabama, Slamma, let me see what this girl's got to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's done. And I love yeah. that we both have friendships like that, that if I haven't right? talked to my friend in forever, we pick up right where we left off. Oh, my God, that is a true friend right there, people. Mm -hmm. Okay, just so you know, it is okay for life to get Mm -hmm. busy and for you to, Mm -hmm. you know, go and live your life. And, you know, all of a sudden it's like a week went by. And the next thing you know, it's like a month went by. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you haven't talked to this person or that person. But it's not because anybody did anything or anybody's mad at each other. There was beef, you know, like... You know, right. there was none of that happening. It was just life gets busy, and we get caught up doing our own thing. And we do, mm-hmm. as long as we make that effort, like, it doesn't matter how much time goes by. If you're able right. to pick up that phone with that person and just pick up right where you left it off, like, that mm-hmm. is a friendship, people. It is. Don't, you know, that person that calls you that you didn't talk to for three weeks, and mm-hmm. goes, oh, my God, you haven't called me. You haven't reached out. Like, what the hell is your problem? Like, da, 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 da. like yeah. who needs that? Nobody needs that. Like, life's yeah. busy. Like, you should know this. Like, you are an right. adult. Like, right. you know what? And it's been three weeks. If you want to reach out, you could have called me two weeks ago. Like, right. why are you being stupid sitting around waiting? Like, <laughs> clearly I was busy or doing stuff. Life happens. But it's like, right. don't come at me with that negativity, please. Like, <laughs> So, yes, those friendships She's absolutely just, right. Whether a week or a year or two years goes by, like, you pick up where mm-hmm. we left off, those are the friendships that last for life. And those are the I have a to ton have. of those friendships. So many crazy. of those. And mm. it really is. And you know what's really funny? Like, I, <laughs> I know it's quarantine, people, but I did you know, go see a friend and I hadn't seen her in probably like a year. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we just sat there, we hung out, I, you know, we got to see our kids and everything who are like gigantically tall and super handsome and gorgeous. Um, And, you know, we just hung outside like in the middle of the dead end street outside our mom's house and, 
you know, we just smoked a joint and caught up, and, you know, it was like, no, it was like right where we left off. Like, I hadn't seen Mm -hmm. her in a year and a half. You know what I mean? And I randomly called her and was like, you know what? Like, your Facebook post on this was, like, hilarious, just have to tell you. And she's like, oh, my God, I would love to see you. Like, why don't we chill for a bit? And I was like, oh, all right, let's do it. (laughs) And um, so we did. And, you know, like I said, we hadn't talked in who knows how long, but um, it was, like, right where we left off. It was great. Like, it's like, you know, we even talked about that, actually. Mm -hmm. (laughs) While we were standing out there hanging out, we even talked about this, which was funny. And she was just like, well, you know, James, like, you're like, you're like really cool people. You're like my kind of people. Like, like you're a good person. Like, you just, you know, like, we get along. Like, there's no reason why we we wouldn't not be friends. And I'm like, I know, right? Right. I'm like, you know, there's people that come in your life, and I'm a big firm believer, like, in your, like, mid-20s to, like, early 30s, the people that come into your life are going to be the ones Mm -hmm. that are there forever. You know, like, build those relationships forever. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's just one of those people for me. And I'm one of those people for her, and I just think that's so awesome. Yep. And I know people say, like, how does it feel to be alone? And I'm like, I'm not alone. I'm single. There's a huge difference. Like, I have so many people that give a shit about me that, like, I can't, I can't be alone. There's no way I can be alone. Shit, if I wanted to, I could fall asleep every night with a new friend. Like, on the phone, we're talking, I fall asleep, they fall asleep. Right. I could have that if I you wanted know, to. Even have, you know, me and my friends would even, like, have snuggle movie nights and, like, fall asleep on the right. couch, snuggled together under a blanket. Because, right. like, you can do that with your best friends who, you know, right. you've built those relationships. with like, nobody's ever no, I'm saying yeah, with, like, with corona, corona the way it is right now. With the like, Rona? I could, yeah, I could literally fall asleep on the phone with one of my friends, and that's totally fine. I mean, I wouldn't. Oh, my God. Can you see it now? Way. Like, nine months from now, there's a set of twins born, and they're, it's like a boy and a girl, and it's like Corona and COVID. <laughs> so that did happen, and that did already happen, actually. Stop it. In India, this woman named her twins Corona and COVID-19. COVID. COVID. Yeah. So. I mean, if it wasn't like a pandemic, I mean, COVID, I, like, that doesn't kind of sound like a cool a name. Yes. But Corona, right. you just named your daughter after a beer and a virus? Like, right. Right. no. I, I mean, I know COVID's the same thing. But if COVID wasn't, like, this deadly pandemic, like, COVID sounds cool. Yeah. It it does sound kind of cool. (laughs) But Corona? No. Come on. Yep, she named her twins that in India. I don't know if the dad was okay with this. Um, Oh, my God. You tried to be funny about something, and it actually happened Mm. already. It did, actually. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right, so you know what? My joke backfired. Sorry, guys. (laughs) My video... He didn't know, but that's like the worst. I didn't know, because I don't like to watch the news, because it's all bad news. No, he doesn't. You know what I mean? No. I stopped. I actually used to, like, watch the news all the time, and Mm. you know what? I felt like it was starting. Yes, I was getting depressed, people. Mm -hmm. I was getting depressed, and you know what? Like, I stopped watching the news. 
And I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong. Like, I do keep up on, like, current things. Like, I know there's corona. Right. <laughs> okay. But, um, How could you, not? you know, I just stopped watching the news because it was just mm-hmm. getting to be so too much, too much for me, too much mm-hmm. bad stuff for me to see that, like, I'm just going to, like, you know, ignorance is bliss, pretend like the bad stuff doesn't happen, and just continue to put, you know, fluffy, fun vibes out there, <laughs> just to make the world a little happier place. <laughs> so I'm going to live in that bubble. Uh, y'all are welcome to join in my bubble in your own bubble at this point, because, you know, corona. But um, jump on him, jump in the bubble. <laughs> it's right. a fan bubble. <laughs> but so Ma'am, the rest I do, of the, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say no, go I ahead. do have some things to do this afternoon. Um, okay. I don't know how long the show goes, um, but yep. um, I have some errands that I have to get done, and uh, not a problem. Get him to work. Um, so I'm just we going to continue because I have a couple other topics, but you can definitely, it's okay if you love off. It was fun talking. Okay. You have to come back, lovey. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I would love to come back. I am so excited yeah. that uh, this all worked out today. Uh, Same. Super fun. Um, it was nice meeting everybody that's listening. Uh, you know what I'm saying. And, uh, so, and we have people yeah, that are listening in Singapore, show. girl. Singapore, Italy, Singapore, hey, Singapore. Yes. yes, girl. Well, so, it is one of our callers, one of our fans called years. in from Singapore, and I was like, "Wait, where are you from?" He's like, "Singapore." I'm like, "Stop." So, yeah, no we just got there. So, that, oh, you guys, that, girl, you get that thing down. Mm-hmm. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank you for coming on, Boo Boo Boo, um, Boo Thang. Yes, and my love. That. Yes, have yeah, and we will definitely have to do this again. And um, yes. I can't wait. I'm excited. But I hope you have a good rest of your day. And I hope to thank enjoy you, the rest of the show, everybody, because Emily is freaking <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Love and her. Tell your man to say hi and give him a kiss. For I me. will. I will. Okay. And, um, yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Uh, bye, everybody. Bye, honey. So I just wanted to continue. Have a couple more topics. Um. Oh, I love him. He's so fucking awesome. Um. So happy birthday to Channing Tatum. It's his birthday today. Um, I, I feel kind of bad because he just broke up with his on and off again girlfriend, uh, Jesse James. No, no, Jesse J. <laughs> Jesse James. No, Jesse J. And like, can you imagine like you just broke up, you're in quarantine, and now you're celebrating your birthday alone? I feel so bad for him. And then his ex-wife has moved on. She has a kid with somebody else, and she's in a new relationship. So just give a uh, – drop a couple of notes to him on his Instagram or um, his Twitter. Um, speaking of birthdays, I have my birthday coming up this Friday. So la- last Friday, the Friday just passed, my niece turned eight. 
And I was worried because she's, you know, she's turning eight. Like, how is she going to deal with a quarantine birthday? And she dealt really well. Um, my sister made a cake from scratch. It was all, like, sprinkles and unicorns and rainbows. It was, like, so her. And my other niece got me, her mom, excuse me, her siblings all on a call, and we sang happy birthday to my uh, my niece Nina um, through the phone, through FaceTime. So that was amazing to do. So uh, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm so bummed about this birthday because the one time that I do for me and, like, I'm selfish is every year around this time. And if you guys have followed the podcast, I also do this thing where I sign up for all these, like, food clubs at different restaurants. And so I've been getting the email saying, oh, your birthday's coming up. Here's a coupon to come in. And I'm like, I can't come in. So, um, yeah, like, I don't know what I'm going to do this year. I'm a little like, ah, damn it. But if this is the worst that happens and I have to celebrate my birthday in quarantine, I mean, my life is good, right? But, um, yeah, I'm just not sure what I'm going to do for my quarantine birthday. Um, It's not the big one. It's an even number, which I'm so happy, but I'm not going to say my number. Um, So, yeah, I'm just trying to plan out my quarantine birthday. Um, tonight is the last episode of Homeland. Congratulations on Claire Danes because this woman had been un- underappreciated and overlooked for so long. When she got the role of Angela Chase in um, My So-Called Life, she got nominated for an Emmy. I believe she's the youngest lead actress nominee ever and everyone was just like oh why would she get nominated like at the time people were like poo-pooing her and I was just like she's amazing I've been such a fan of hers and then she got Homeland and she's been knocking it out of the park I will say I watched the first couple of seasons of Homeland I got confused and I just got lost and I just stopped watching so I might pick it back up and binge it but, yeah, tonight's the last episode. Great job to her, Mandy Patinkin, Damon Lewis, uh, Damian Lewis. Um, you guys did a great job, and you have an amazing legacy to leave behind. And I'm, like, so proud that Claire finally got her her due because she won. I, I don't know how many Emmys she's won. I know she – I think she's won at least two Emmys for this role. But – yeah, good job, Claire. Good job, hon. Um, other things I've been binge-watching. So the show called Too Hottie to Handle. Part of the reason why I wanted to bring this show up is because of the apology thing I was talking about earlier, James and I were talking about. So on the show, I don't want to ruin it if you haven't. Okay, I'll just be general. Something happens where somebody blatantly lies about, says, I never said that, you did this first, and then the other person's like, "Um, no, you did say this, and you did do this. And 
stops talking to the person, gets everybody in the house against that person, and then these two people end up together. He never apologized for what he did to her, and it bothers me. It probably doesn't bother her. Or maybe he did apologize off camera. I don't know the situation. But watching it as a fan, he never apologized, and it pisses me off. It pisses me off that she had to go up to him, and she had to be the one to, like, be the mature one. And I'm just, like, so mad the whole time. And he was just like, oh, um, you know, she's the bad one, and he's telling, he's, like, making a stink to everybody about it. And that really pissed me off. Like, I... I follow one of the cast members because I love him. His name is David um, Burwistel. I don't know how to pronounce it. He's, he's English. He is amazing. Like, throughout the whole show, he was my favorite because he was willing to open up. He was, he's like, yeah, I'm a party guy. I'm not looking for love. I'm just looking for, you know, get, get laid. And then by the end of it, he's like, in every every episode, he gets deeper and deeper into a different person. By the end of it, he was just a totally different person. And I'm just like, I love him. The other people, I don't think they change that much. I really don't. And, well, two of them, actually, this other girl and this guy, I think they changed a lot. But the two main villains of the show, I think that they are still, I like her. I don't like him. I think that she is such an amazing girl to put up with the bullshit. I will never be a fan of his. I think he is such a prick. And I'm just like so disgusted. I'm not going to mention his name because I'm just like such a hater. But once you see the show, you'll see what I mean. So the whole premise of the show is that these people get into a house. They're all hot, bikini clad. They're living in the house together, one big room for all the beds. You cannot make out, cuddle, have sex, do a blowy. You can't have any physical sexual contact. If you do, it'll cost you, meaning there's a prize of 100 grand. If you kiss, $3,000 off the top. If you have sex, $15,000 off the top, you know, it just, and it goes, I don't know how they calculate it, but yeah. So it's so good because it's like, I would win that challenge 100%. I've been sexually quarantined since 2011. So I would fucking win in a heartbeat. But I love seeing David because there was even one exercise where you're supposed to look in someone's eyes and just, like, read them deeply. And David's, like, crying, and he's getting into it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love this guy. He's still my favorite. I hope I get him on as a guest. Um, of course, I'm still binge-watching The Sopranos. And I still I have an even bigger crush on Michael Imperioli. Um, Imperioli. Sorry, I fucked up his name. Uh, he has a podcast, guys. It's called Talking Sopranos. He breaks down every single, I think I may have mentioned this last week. Sorry if I did and I don't remember. He breaks down every single episode with one of the cast members, Stephen Sherpa. Stephen played Bobby Baccarelli, um, so Janice's husband. 
and together they like talk about every episode. It's so cool um, to hear the back, the background and, oh, it's so amazing. So, um, yeah. And then I've also, so Paul last week, I don't know if you remember, um, was telling me, you know, watch RuPaul's Drag Race UK. And I did. And I fucking love Davina DeCampo. Love her. I binge watched it in a week. Davina DeCampo is my favorite drag queen of all time. I was on one of, she was being interviewed for a live video on Instagram and I was there. And she's like, guys, send me a message. I will answer every message. It might take me a little bit. Listen, I sent her a message and she answered it and we went back and forth. She's buying my book. Like, I'm like so that she bought, it's just the feeling that she's accessible. That's what makes me love her. And she's just as friendly and sweet and nice still as she was on the show. And I just, she's my favorite drag queen of all time. I just love her. Her presentation is on point. She's always consistent. I will say this. There's no shade to anybody else. I feel like she should have won RuPaul's UK Drag Race. I'm not going to tell you who did win, but she should have won. And I'm just, like, obsessed with her. She's so amazing. Um, I also saw RuPaul's Secret Celebrity Drag Race. That is going to be four episodes, and every episode is, like, a full season. So the one I watched had Jermaine Fowler, who's a comedian, Jordan, I can't remember his last name. No, wait. Or was his name Connor? No, his name is Connor something. He's from Riverdale. And Nico Tortorella um, from Younger. So all three of them were competing to be the, the first celebrity drag race contestant. And I'm not going to tell you how it ended, but wow. Nico is non-binary and goes by they. The other two guys are heterosexual, cisgender men. So this for them was foreign territory. And when Nico was saying how they feel about the two hetero boys, hetero cisgender boys being there, Nico started crying because he's just like, oops, I didn't mean he, I meant they, sorry. Um, They were just like, you know, it's so refreshing to see this and them gaining a new perspective. And they each, um, the two heterosexual guys, each had their reasons why they were doing this. It wasn't they were just doing it for publicity. So I just loved, loved it. I'm addicted to RuPaul now, I think. (laughs) So that's three RuPaul shows. And, of course, I saw um, RuPaul Drag Race, the the U.S. version. And, yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. Um, Because I don't want to give anything away. So if you are a fan of Guiding Light and As the World Turns, which are two shows that were, that are now um, defunct, I want to, I want to give you a tip. You're going to be so happy I said this. So if you go to YouTube, look up The Locker Room, L-O-C-H-E-R. I don't know if I've mentioned it before. I don't even listen to the episodes after I've aired them so and recorded them. 
His name is Alan Locker. He was the promo person for both Guiding Light and As the World Turns because both shows were sister shows and both produced by Procter & Gamble. So he was the, the PR person for both of them. He's been getting groups of actors together from both shows and doing uh, Skype interviews with them. A fucking amazing. I am so obsessed with it because, number one, every single person that has talked on these shows, if you've known them, if you know both shows, which I, my mother, I was saying this to a friend of mine. I feel really bad for my mom. So my mom, she was born in 1954. She was listening, like, As the World Turns and Guiding Light were on the radio. So um, they both started in, like, the 30s. My grandmother owned a cafe in Mississippi. And my mother would listen to Guiding Light on the radio at the cafe. And then because the show came on in 1952, she would go home and watch the shows with her mom. And um, they were 15 minutes long. So my mom literally grew up on both of these shows. When it was announced on April 1st, 2009, that both shows would be canceled, Guiding Light ended on... September 18th, 2009, and As the World Turns ended, I want to say April 1st or 10th or something like that. No, not 10th, because it wasn't on my mom's birthday. She would have had a connection. I think it was like April 1st, 2010. So anyway, so, um, but she literally grew up on both shows. And by facto, um, I grew up on them. So the first time I ever watched the shows was in 19, June 1992. That's when I started watching both of these shows every day. And then in 2005, she had this, she was like, all right, we're going to go to New York and we're going to see Guiding Light. We're going to go to the Guiding Light Fan Club. So every October, we would go to the Guiding Light Fan Club luncheon. And so... When you get there, you eat lunch, there's a blooper clip, there's an auction, and then you stand in line and you meet the actual stars of the show. And it was so much fun. So from 2005 to 2009, we did that. We did As the World Turns the last time it was there. Um, was in 2010. And... It sucks not having those shows in our lives. Number one, for the storylines, because I, I grew up with these, these, car, these characters, sorry. And also seeing them every year. And it was so cool to, like, I'd grown up on Riva from 2000 or from 1992 until 2005. And then meeting Kim Zimmer in person was just, like, amazing to me. And then also, um, one of the actors, so one of the, I spent like maybe two, three minutes with these actors. And one of the actors was like, hey, because I, I wasn't transitioned then, obviously. Like, hey, David, how are you? And I'm like, wait, you remembered me from last year? 
He's like, yeah. I'm like, how the fuck could you? It freaked me out. And I was like, this is amazing. Like, how amazing is this? So um, I felt like I had a personal connection with all of these characters. And I wanted to write for the show. I wanted to be on the show. And I'm just so sad that both of them are gone. But like I said, Alan has brought these people back. And it's so funny. Tom Pelfrey from Ozark was on both shows. He was on Dying Light for about three years consistently. And then he came back here and there. And then he was on As the World Turns for a little bit. Every single time Alan interviews somebody, they talk about that. Oh, my gosh, have you seen Tom Pelfrey in Ozark? He's so amazing. Oh, what a nice guy he is. So it's like, I'm just so, oh, I, I wish they were back on the air. If someone has an in with Procter & Gamble and tell them to release things for As the World Turns and Guy, like, I will write both shows for next to nothing. <laughs> next to nothing. I, I do want some some dough, but I love these shows. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to say, mention that. So, again, go on YouTube, The Locker Room. He's got, I think, Lucinda and Lily are coming on my birthday, May 1st. Um, yeah, so just look for that. It's so amazing just to see the, their faces again and hear the, the backstage stories. And, oh, so nice. Um, I think that's all the topics that I had for today. Um, I wanted to end with two things. One, my Eva Mendez moment. So um, anyone that knows me knows I'm a sucker for a Okay. There are certain things that if a guy has, I'm like gaga over. One of them, a good personality. You have to have a good personality. If you don't have a good personality, I think that you're pretty, but that's it. Um, If you have a good personality and you're physically attractive, you're beautiful to me. That is like utopia. You know what I mean? That's a unicorn. Um. So I've, I've been experimenting on going on people's lives. I never used to do that. But suddenly I'm like, this is, <laughs> I love how this is my like rebel moment. So Peter Krause from The Bachelorette had a live video. And it was his first live video. And he's like cooking, drinking a little. And I'm just like, I am part of his first ever IG Live. I felt so honored. And it's so random how he didn't even, like, announce it or anything. I just saw he was live, and I clicked on it. During the week, he had posted, I follow him. I followed him on my old account, and I follow him on my new account. I felt bad because during the week, he had posted how, He's a business owner, and he's not sure what's going to happen with his business. And so what I did was I went to his page. I saw that he has PK Fitness, which is an online class to try to keep his, like, you know, business afloat. It's $25. You get some sessions with him. And, yeah, so I posted that, and I tagged him in it, and he liked it. And I was like, oh, my God. 
So I was like all excited. And then he, on, I posted it on Instagram and Twitter. And on Twitter, he actually said thank you. So I was like, fuck lump. And I was like, cavelling. Um, and so, you know, I'm on his IG live. And, <laughs> and I typed in and I said, Sebastian Stan is your celebrity twin. And he's like, who the hell is that? He's like, who is Sebastian Stan? Like, he, like, set it up. He had, like, 600 people watching. And so people are like, Winter Soldier from um, Captain America, you know, and he's like, mm, whatever. But when he liked my post and responded, thank you, oh, my God, I was in heaven. So that is currently my husband right now. Um, you know, I go through him weekly, but currently that's my husband. And he's got salt and pepper hair. Oh, my God. <sighs> I'm fanning myself. You can't see. Um, so, yeah, that was my Eva Mendez moment. And my shout-out to end the, the um, podcast today, my shout-out goes to this guy named Mike Cates. He... Okay, so he's friends with a guy that I follow. Um, actor that I follow, and he's friends with him. And when I first saw Mike, I was like, well, who the fuck is that? And then I started looking at his content. I'm like, his content is so positive. He He's self-deprecating, which is crazy because he's fucking gorgeous. And he's funny, and he... And when I saw, you have to go, Mike Capes, just like it sounds, M-I-K-E-C-A-P-E-S. He has this picture of one of his Halloween costumes. And I forgot the actual guy's name, but he has Quado on his stomach from Total Recall. I was like, oh, my God, I love him. Instantly, that was the picture that made me follow him. I, I kid you not. A guy that can have that much detail and sense of humor is, like, somebody that I definitely want to see his content all the time. And, of course, his content has gotten funnier and funnier. Um, he, he did these IG videos um, that are just so hilarious. But he, I talked to him, and he was like, yeah, people thought it was a baby. I'm like, so people aren't into movies? Like, how do you not know that that's from Total Recall? Fucking idiot. But I just want to give him a shout out. He is so funny, ridiculously gorgeous, and I just want to like give somebody some love, you know. So that is it, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening once again, James. Thank you for coming. I, I hope my boo thing comes back because I would love for him to be um, a regular on this podcast. And actually, I'm gonna tell you a little tea, guys. Um, I'm looking, like, I've been writing nonstop because I want my own reality TV show. And I want James to be my roommate so bad on the reality TV show. So please send me good vibes to have that because I would, you guys would not, (laughs) you would be in stitches if you saw us together. We are just, like, freaking crazy. Not, Not crazy, but we're just, like, goofy when we're together. And I think that that would be an amazing reality TV show. I have it all written out. I, I have it copywritten. I have it through the Library of Congress. It's um, with the Writers Guild of America. Like, this 
yeah, I really, really, really want my own reality TV show with him because he would be amazing and the entertainment would be fabulous. So send out good vibes if that happens. Once again, thank you guys for listening. All around the world, happy Sunday. I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're protecting yourselves. I hope you're staying home. And I love you guys. And thank you always. Bye, guys. Still thirsty for more tea? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Spilled Tea PC. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Spilled Tea. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.